You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast recorded with Hashem's great help in Ramat Shemesh Israel 5768-2008. This week there is no Parsha. We do not read any Parsha, any specific Parsha, but rather since it's Pesach, so the weekly Parsha is supplanted by reading from the Pesach reading. And instead of actually discussing the reading of this week's Parsha, I'd like to discuss a concept, an important idea that's essential. We can't let Pesach pass. We can't allow the Passover holiday to pass without discussing this idea. As you all know, we begin counting from the second night of Pesach, we begin counting the Omer. The Omer is a count-off starting with day 1 all the way till day 49. Seven weeks we count, building up to the Shavuos holiday, to the holiday of the acceptance of the Torah. And as you by now, I'm sure you're aware, as we've mentioned on a number of podcasts, the whole purpose, the whole desire of Hashem to take the people out of Mitzrayim, out of Egypt, was not just to make them free, but rather to, to create a bond, an inextricable, beautiful connection between Hashem and the people of Israel. And that connection was created through the bond of the Torah. And that Torah was given on Har Sinai, on Mount Sinai. And the build-up from Pesach, when Hashem creates a nation, takes a nation from the midst of another nation, He takes us out from Mitzrayim, takes us out from Egypt, from being the slave nation to the people of Egypt, and creates from that a new nation, a people of Israel, who will be no longer slaves to Egypt, but rather connected forever to Hashem, in servitude, in loving servitude to Hashem, through the, through the laws and the statutes of the Torah. That's the countdown from the time of Pesach, we remember, not only do we remember what happened in those days, the countdown that they had, but in fact, we relive, as we've mentioned, we relive, every single year there's a Shefa, there's a divine emanation that comes out, where there's a special time, a special time that we have. We relive, we have our own exodus. A person is mechuyiv, a person is, has an obligation to see it some himself as if he has left Mitzrayim on the night of the 14th, the night following the 14th, the 15th night of Nisan. A person has to, he has to see himself as if he himself has left Mitzrayim. And just like he has to see himself as if he's left Mitzrayim, so too he has to see himself as if he is going to receive the Torah. And therefore we count down day after day, looking forward, can't wait till that moment, we're going to get the Torah, we're going to come to our Sinai, we ourselves are going to come to our Sinai, we're going to recreate that bond, that connection to Hashem, we're going to be married to Hashem, we're going to be wed to Hashem, through Amunah, through the Torah, through this unbelievable connection to Hashem, that's what we're counting down, from the beginning, the first day, now we're up to the fifth day, we're counting every single day, then we're going to count the days, and we're going to count the weeks, and we're going to say, now it's one week closer, two weeks closer, three weeks closer, until finally we get to that final day, that 50th day, the number 50, which we've spoken about previously, the number 50, which represents that untouchable thing, the unbelievable thing, that, that point of no return. Once you enter into that covenant with Hashem, you enter into the Torah, you can't, there's nothing you can do, you're stuck. Because once you have a real relationship with Hashem, the love that's there is unconditional. Once you've connected to Hashem through the Torah, your connection to the Torah is eternal. And it doesn't matter, a person can think that they can convert away from Judaism, heaven forbid, but they're always connected to Hashem no matter what they do. There's no, there's no way to, to disconnect from Hashem. There's no way to disconnect from the Torah. This is something that we have forever. And that's what we're counting down to till we reach that number 50. We don't even count the number 50 because the number 50 is uncountable. We count seven weeks every single day until we get to the number 49 and we get to that seventh week. And the eighth week 
is that week of Shavuos because, as I've mentioned previously, the the holiday of Shavuos, although we, if you're in Eretz Yisrael, you can celebrate it for one day. If you're in Chutzlar, if you're out of Eretz Yisrael, you only celebrate it, for, you celebrate it for two days. Nevertheless, the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that in fact, just like Pesach, the Gemara says, it says, B'chag HaMatos, B'chag HaShavuos, B'chag HaSukos. From the fact that the Torah puts Pesach next to Shavuos in the Torah, it's saying that there's some kind of intrinsic, important connection between the two. And the Gemara learns out that the connection is that just like Matos, just like Chag HaMatos, this festival that we're in right now, Pesach, Passover, just like this festival is seven days, so to Shavuos, there's an aspect of Shavuos that's seven days, because there are certain karbonos, certain sacrifices that a person, if he was not able to bring it on the first day, he was able to continue bringing it. The seven days, there's a week of Shavuos, there's a week of Kabbalah Sator of accepting the Torah. And the idea is that there's this eighth week, just like we know that the 50th day is an untouchable day. In a certain sense, the eighth, number eight, is an untouchable number. It's the number that when we reach there, when you reach the number eight, seven, we know there are seven days in the week. Seven is creation. Eight is Lamala Minatev. It's above creation. It's above nature. When we reach that number eight, we've gotten to, to, we've lifted ourselves up to the highest spiritual levels. That's what happens when we connect to the Torah. There's something that happens that's unbelievable. We connect to Hashem through the Torah. It's something that raises us above the light of the Torah. It's a light that shines from the other worlds, from the highest worlds. We can't even feel it. We can't access it. But we can access it through the Torah. Now during this countdown, we're counting down to accepting the Torah. And it's not enough to have a desire to accept the Torah. But in order for a person to be able to properly accept the Torah, person has to be a proper vessel in order to be able to hold the Torah. person has to work on his midos, has to work on his character traits. He has to work on making himself the proper vessel, the proper person, someone who can hold the Torah, someone who can accept the Torah. How do we accept the Torah? By working on ourselves, making ourselves into greater people. Rav Shemshad Pinka says, he brings down, he's talking about the Yemei HaSvira, these days that we're in right now, counting down to Kabbalah Torah, And he says, each week, is a different lesson that we're supposed to learn. Each week has a different message, has a different avoda, a different thing we're supposed to work on. And the first week, he says, corresponds to something called Chachma. Chachma, as we know, is wisdom, but it's a very specific type of wisdom. Chachma is the wisdom of, of facts. Facts, the, the rules of nature, the rules of reality, that's included in Chachma. That's the first week, and that's what we work on now. He says the way he explains it is, Chachma is a fact, like 2 plus 2 equals 4. No matter where you go in the universe, that's going to be true. It's a simple, straightforward fact. There's a fact that the color yellow has a certain look. It has a certain look. You look at that, you know that's the color yellow. You know that all these different, there's all kinds of information that's fact, that's the basis of the world that we live in, all the laws of gravity, the laws of nature, the, the law of relativity, all of these things that, that make up the basic foundations of the physical world and the basic foundations of the spiritual world as well. These are all included in the concept of Chachma. One of the rules of creation is that there's Hashem, there's a God, and He created the world. That's a fact. No one can deny that fact, and it's a very simple fact. And it's very interesting. He brings down that there's a difference between uh, something that's a fact of this type of chachma, this type of wisdom, and, and something that's sheker, something that's not true. For example, something that's sheker, something that's false, needs to be built up. It's not simple. You can't just say, okay, with, with something that's chachma, it's simple. You say, there's Hashem. That's it. Nothing to talk about. But something that's sheker, something that's false, it needs to be built up. He gives an example. There's someone named, someone named Paro. And he claimed, this Pharaoh, he claimed that he was a god. Now, 
this paro, it didn't just all of a sudden one day it was it was you you know you woke up and there was power when he was a god. No, that's not true. That's not what happened. Actually, Paro was born once, and he grew up. He was a little baby, and maybe he was pretty smart and he learned things and he was able to one day become the king. And he grew up to be the king. And then, as he became smarter and smarter, at one point he said, "I'm a god." And whoever was ready to fight with him, whoever was ready to say no, he's not a god, he would kill him. He would take care of them. He, they were gone. And then it became an accepted fact, perhaps, in Egypt, that. Paro is a god. So, something that's shek or something that's false, it's not simple. It takes development, it takes leading up to it. Simple chachma, wisdom, is very simple. Hashem is one. There's one God, He created the world. Simple. Color yellow, you look at it, you see it, you learn it, that's yellow. A fact of relativity, okay, it may be difficult to understand, but a fact's a fact. Says Rishim Shetavapinkis, this is what we learn on, on Pesach. Pesach is the time when what's the main mitzvah that we have today of Pesach? The main mitzvah is matzah. What's matzah? Matzah is this thing that's made out of two simple ingredients, flour and water. <laughs> you get what you got. You could, you know, you could have these advertisements for this matzah is delicious and that matzah is delicious and, you know, this company has the best matzah and you know what? All the matzah is made from the same two ingredients, flour and water. And that's it. There's no yeast. There's no sugar. There's no nothing. It's just flour and water. Simple. That's what we. That's the lesson of the first week of the Omer. We're standing in Pesach, and the lesson that we have is the lesson of simplicity. That's what Rishim Shindavipinka says. Beautiful vort. And then he says we go on to the next week. I'm not going to go through every single week that he goes through, but he goes on to the next week. The next week is Bina, Bina, the idea of applied wisdom. You're taking the facts. We're not just saying that these are the facts. We're saying, how do they apply? If there's a God, then what has to be done? Then there are mitzvahs, there are commandments that He said that we have to do. We have to follow those commandments. If there's a fact that there's a law of relativity, what is that? how does that apply? How does that affect? How does that play itself out? That's Bina. Bina's applied wisdom. So that's the second step. The second week is working on how do we apply it. The third week is called Das. Das is not just knowing how to apply it, but intrinsically knowing and feeling and applying it to oneself. So there's one thing of, of knowing the information. There's a second thing. The second step is applying the, knowing how to apply the information. And the third step is actually experiencing that application. That's the third week. The fourth week, he says, is the week of chesed. But after one knows all of these things, after a person understands that there's one Hashem, and I have to do his mitzvahs, I have to follow his commandments, I have to do all the things that he says. So after that, there's a concept of chesed, a person has to give. But it's not enough for a person to do chesed, to do kindness to others. Because there are many different shitas, there are many different ideas about how a person should do kindness. But the truth is, you know, and he, and he, and he points out that in Sodom, in the evil people of Sodom, so they thought that if a person has money, uh, it's it's the right thing to do with money. Is that it's for me? God gave it to me, perhaps. So I have to use my money for myself. And in Sodom, it was immoral to give your money to someone else. However, we know that it's not immoral to give your money to someone else. We know that Torah teaches us that each person is supposed to take the money that he has. Hashem has given it to each person for a reason. It's not just for him to hoard it and to keep it for himself, but rather Hashem teaches us that we're supposed to take our money and part of the money that's supposed to be for other people, He gives it to us, He entrusts it to us in order that we should have the opportunity to give tzedakah, to give charity, to give to others. 
that's part of what the Torah teaches us. So it's not enough to, to think in a person's mind that he's doing righteousness and chesed, doing good things. A person has to be beholden to how Hashem teaches us, how Hashem, God teaches us to apply the idea of kindness, to apply the idea of chesed. Because a person left to his own intuition, many times he can make mistakes because of course a person is filled with bias. The only way that we can properly do what Hashem wants, to do the right thing, to do good things, is by knowing and learning the way Hashem set up the Torah for us, the way Hashem gave us Hagdaris. He gave us specific guidelines with which we can properly do kindness to others without being con confused and confounded by our biases. And this is all a preparation, as we mentioned, for Kabbalah Sator, for accepting the Torah. Because a person has to have the facts. He has to build, this is how he puts it, he has to build his mind. You have the Chachma, Bina, and Das. Those are three different types of wisdom. One is the facts, one is the application, and one is actually doing it. So those three things are how one builds a person's mind. Once a person has built his mind, then he has to begin his actions. He has to do chesed, to do kindness. And once he's built these foundations, then he can build upon this and he can begin to learn the Torah because he's made himself into the proper vessel, a person of kindness, a person of, of, of sound mind, someone who realizes what's really important in life. And he's learned that lesson from the matzah. He's learned that sometimes it's much greater to have simplicity. I heard on Pesach, someone said a very nice idea. And that is that the, our, the Pasuk says, the verse tells us that Hashem made man straight. He made him simple. But a person sometimes will make all kinds of different calculations. When a person makes many calculations, he's bound to confuse himself. He's bound to steer himself off of the proper path. The way back to Hashem is simplicity. Yashrus, straightness, simplicity. It's easy for a person to rationalize, to create rational lies, to lie to himself, fool himself, trick himself, and say all kinds of different cheshbonas, all kinds of different calculations. Why what I'm doing is okay. No, you got to be simple. That's the message of the matzah. The message of the matzah is all you have is flour and water. Simple as it can be. Nothing else. The message, the lesson of Pesach is simplicity. We have to go back to the source. There's one Hashem. Very simple. Hashem is unimaginable what He is. We can't understand His essence. But it, we do know. The Torah tells us that He is absolutely simple. His essence is completely simple. The more we come back to that simplicity, the more we come back to trying to be the best person that we can be in the simplest way possible, without trying to confuse ourselves with all kinds of different cheshbonos, different calculations. So that's going to bring us closer to Hashem. That's the lesson of the matzah. That's the lesson of Pesach. That's the first week what we work on. And then the next week we work on how to apply this knowledge. The following week we apply it to ourselves. We work on the following week chesed, kindness to others based on the Torah. And all of this leads up to the Kabbalah Torah. Mirz Hashem, we're going to receive the Torah. Again on Harsina, it's going to be a reenactment on Shavuos. We're going to stay up all night learning Torah. And we're going to re-accept the Torah that way. Mirz Hashem, thank you so much for listening. Have a very good Shabbos.